Today, we are going to talk about the healing powers of food. And this is not a normal conversation or stuff that you'll see online content-wise about diet and nutrition and things like that. I want to talk on a fundamental level about food because it's a huge part of recovery from a chronic illness like chronic fatigue syndrome or long COVID and it plays a pivotal role in your recovery. You know, if you think about it, food is fuel and a lot of people don't see food as fuel. They just see food as something nice to eat and it's a preference whether they like jam on their toast or honey on their toast. And food is so much more important than how it tastes. Now, of course, we all love food, some more than others, but how we eat and what we eat and how often we eat really matters. So I want to talk about that today. If you think about this on a biological level, when we don't have food as fuel in our system and we start to get hungry, the brain starts sending signals to the body that it is going into starvation mode. Now, the problem is when you are suffering with chronic fatigue syndrome or long COVID, your brain is already hypervigilant. It's already under stress, right? Because there is a threat protection mechanism in your body that says something's not quite right. And so that's already happening. But then if you add in the fact that you're hungry or you're under eating or there's not enough sustenance in your body and brain, your brain starts sending signals of unsafe feelings in your body that there's something wrong and you're going into starvation mode. And if you think about that from an evolutionary standpoint, food is pretty damn important then because when we're satiated, we're safe. Have you ever noticed that when you eat something after you're really hungry, it's almost like you feel normal again? (laughs) There's that saying, I'm hangry, which is I'm half hungry and I'm half angry because I'm hungry. That's the same kind of philosophy that if you actually fuel your body regularly and consistently with the right food... You're going to be satiated for longer. Your brain is going to work better. It's going to feel calmer. It's going to feel more safe. And it's going to be sending safety signals to your body that you're not going to starvation mode. And in fact, that you're satiated, you're full, and you can continue to live and do what you need to do. And so from that standpoint, food is fuel, right? We need to really see it like that. Now, there's the opposite When we talk about stress and food, that's one way of looking at it to know that food is fuel and that when we feed ourselves the right stuff, we generally respond well. But the culture has really screwed us up into thinking that you have to have the perfect diet. And this can actually be really counterproductive to your recovery where you start stressing about food. And I remember years ago when I had gut health issues, I tried everything under the sun. I was trying vegan diet, carnivore diet, fasting, bone broth, keto, and I tried everything and nothing worked. And I was so stressed out about the diet that the stress in and of itself was actually worse than any healthy diet that I was trying to do. And of course, I didn't improve because the stress of getting things perfect and eating the right diet really got in the way of me feeling relaxed, safe, 
and ultimately it got in the way of healing and i remember a friend came over one day and he said oh let's have pizza for dinner i said i can't have pizza i'm i think at the time i was maybe doing a ketogenic diet or something like that and he was like dude you look like crap you feel crap you've been trying all these different diets for like months and months and months you know what you need you need mcdonald's this is what he said to me I'm like, no, I don't. No, no, I've got to stick to it. I've got to stick to it. He's like, dude, you're so stressed out. You literally just need a Big Mac. You need a McDonald's burger and some chips and that'll fix all your problems. And at this point, I was so over and I tried everything and nothing was really working. And so we got in the car and we went to the drive-thru. And by the way, this is a disclaimer. I'm not telling you to go and eat McDonald's. I'm sharing you this really powerful story so that you can change your behavior too. And so I go to McDonald's and... I didn't end up ordering a burger. I ordered the healthiest option I could, which was like a chicken wrap with some chips, which was super against any gut health protocol that I was doing for those previous months. He's like, you just need to enjoy your life and just stop stressing about everything anyway. He's like, just take a bite. Just take a bite. And so I took a bite and I was like, oh, this tastes so good. And then we were just laughing so loud and just being hilarious to each other because he's like see how much better do you feel now and I was like yeah I feel better and the next day I felt totally fine there was no problems from that eating and what that showed me is that it's not what you do it's how you do it and obviously the stress and the pressure I was putting on myself to eat this perfect diet was actually inhibiting me from getting better and so that changed the game because then I didn't have to have such a strong handle on oh, I'm not allowed to eat this or I can't eat this and I literally eliminated stress dieting the next day because I realized that what I was trying to do wasn't working and so I'm a big believer in a non-diet I'm a big believer in finding out what works for you and sticking to that and this is body wisdom and maybe you already have it but some of you probably don't where you don't know what to eat but you're not tuning into your body and asking it what does it need a lot of you are just habitual eaters and you just think, oh yeah, I had this 10 years ago, so I'll have the same thing now. And if that's working for you, then that's awesome. But if it's not, then something needs to change. And a lot of it is the body wisdom that you need to pay attention to, to really tune into your body and ask yourself, what does it need to feel sustained and have longer lasting energy? It's pretty damn important. And if you're running on empty it's a sure way to not have a full tank. And if you think about it, like a car, food and nutrition is very much like fuel and petrol to a car. Because I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but when you fill up your car with petrol or diesel, when it's full, the car feels fuller and it's heavier. Obviously, there's more fuel in the tank, so it weighs more. But the car feels more robust. It feels stronger. And you feel when you put down the pedal, it, it takes off easier. Have you ever noticed when there's only a little, 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 tiny little bit of fuel left and you put your foot down and you can notice that it's just not picking up as fast. It's just not taking off as quick. And that's because it's running on empty. And the same rules apply for the human body. If you're running on empty, are you surprised that you can't get up and go? And there's a lot more to it than just nutrition, but nutrition is one key aspect of recovery. It's not everything, but it's certainly one thing. And 
one of the things that we believe in is to make sure that you're fueling your body all the time. For instance, when you wake up in the morning and let's say you don't eat for the first five hours or three hours even, you're running on empty. And so one of the philosophies is to make sure that you're refueling your body because you've just fasted overnight while you're sleeping for 8 to 12 hours or however long you sleep for. You need to get some energy back into the system. So eat within the first one hour of waking. Now, everyone's different. I'm not going to go into specific foods on this episode because it's way too complex and that's a whole other episode. But it's really important that you wake up and you refuel your body within the first hour because if you think about it, again, overnight, your body's replenishing. It's using those nutrients and the hydration that you had the day before to replenish your body and your cells. And then we start the process again the next day. Super important. One of the things that you want to make sure is that if you've got no energy You've got to look at what's one way that I can get energy and one way of getting energy is through nutrition. But it's not just how early you eat, it's how often you eat. So meal frequency is really important. And when you think about blood sugar levels, like I said before, that survival safety system in our brain that if there's a big gap window where we haven't eaten for five, six to eight hours, your brain and your body is going to start to go, hey, something's not right here. We're going to have to get into starvation mode and really get into self-protection mode. And that's not a good feeling in the body. And so one of the things we want you to do is satiate your body regularly. So meal frequency is really key here. And everyone's different. For some, it's every two hours that you need to have some sustenance back into your system, especially early on if you're really low-level energy or you're coming out of a virus or infection. The second thing that you need to look at is what are you eating? You could be eating crappy cardboard cereal for breakfast and toast and of course you're going to be hungry after an hour because it's not sustaining you. So making sure that your meals predominantly have a combination of protein and good healthy carbohydrates, low GI, which is low glycemic index, which is basically slow releasing glucose into the bloodstream. And this is actually going to help you have more sustained energy levels for a longer period of time versus high glucose carbohydrates, which is like that fast instant hit. They call it the sugar high where you kind of like, oh my God, I feel great. And then within 20 minutes, your energy depletes really fast. And so we've got to think, we've got to come back to that term is food is fuel. Write it down somewhere on a piece of paper. Food is fuel. And once you realize that and you live that, you can constantly just keep refueling your body when you need it. And here's the kicker. You don't want to wait until you're really hungry to eat again, especially as you're overcoming something like chronic fatigue syndrome or long COVID. You want to make sure that you're fueling your body and you're adding energy in to your body that is needing the energy that it's outputting right now to help you heal. Really, really important. And I really like the log fire analogy. And so I learned this from Josh Rubin from The Real Food Gangsters. And his analogy was brilliant. He said, if you think about it, when you wake up, there's no real fire burning in the digestive system. And we need to wake that up and we need to start giving the body and the brain energy. And so he likened it to a fire that when you light a fire, 
you set the foundations properly. You don't just throw a few sticks on and hope for the best. You get the paper and then you stack the wood and then you light under. And then once that's a little bit lit and there's some flames there, then you keep stacking on top. And just like with your daily routine in terms of eating, you want to make sure that you're putting logs on top of the already lit logs and not waiting for the fire to go out to then put logs on. So if you think about it in nutrition terms and food terms, don't wait to get hungry to add more logs to your fire. You want to add more logs to the fire that's already lit. And we want to keep that fire burning all day long. And so you need to make sure that the meal frequency is there so that you're not running out of energy fast and you're having these dips, these energy dips and crashes throughout each day that don't feel good. And instead, you want to sustain your body to help it move forward. So I hope this helps. Really, the key takeaways here is food is fuel. Energy creates energy and one form of energy in is certainly food making sure the meals are really well balanced with protein and good carbohydrates and fats. And then meal frequency matters. So not waiting until you're really hungry and remembering those safety circuits in your brain that are going to be constantly sending to your body, whether you're satiated or feeling like you're going to hunger. Now, starvation's a pretty strong word because we know that there's people in third world countries, that's real starvation. But when your body or brain is already under threat with a chronic illness, there's more likelihood of your brain detecting danger faster. And that means that when you get hungry or you're running on empty, that's why we need to make sure that we're fueling your body regularly, consistently with good meal frequency output so that our brain and body feels calm, satiated and can move forwards and utilize the energy to heal. I hope this helps. Remember... It takes a holistic approach for recovery. It's never just one thing. It really is a multitude and multifaceted approach, but food is one component that matters. Also, if you found this video helpful, make sure you subscribe, give this video a thumbs up and leave a comment. What was your biggest takeaway from this session? Hope this helps and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now. Hey, I hope this video was really helpful for you. If you haven't already, please hit the like button and feel free to leave a comment. What was your takeaway, your insight from today's video? It's really helpful to actually write your learnings down. We seem to embed it better and it seems to help us move forwards with life. Here are three ways we can help you right now whenever you're ready. The first way is make sure you add yourself into our free information recovery group on Facebook. We'll leave a link in the description below. It's a really supportive, encouraging place. There's no negative venting. You can ask questions to other people. There's something like seven, 8,000 people in there right now. And I'm sure by the time you're watching this video, there's even more. So go over there right now. We share success stories. We share our latest free trainings that come to the public. And we always share upcoming information about upgrades inside our program. And also when we offer free webinars or free information nights that can further help you with your own recovery. 
The second way we can help you, which is one of my favorite, is through all our free trainings. We're going to leave a link in the description with our favorite free trainings that we know can help you start your recovery whether that's through our baseline training which will help you stop pushing and crashing our three stages of recovery to figure out exactly where you're at and know what to do next or my favorite which is our guest panel workshop which was actually exclusive for our members it was so damn good that i actually asked them can we share this to the public they all said yes all five of them so thank you past members they share their five recovery secrets and it's really powerful there's tears there's aha moments there's real key insight and inspiration and so whether you're a one out of ten and you're really struggling right now or whether you're further along in your recovery journey and you're integrating back into life we have you covered the third way we can help you is through our actual paid online recovery program, the mentorship recovery program. And if you are interested in getting proper help, a holistic comprehensive plan, professional coaching from the best coaches in the world, whether that's with mindset, movement, nutrition, restorative movement, reconditioning, integrating back into life, integrative medicine, baseline structure, routine, accountability, all things health and life feel free to apply for the program today all you need to do is click on the form cfshealth.com form fill out the short two to three minute form application and the team will be in touch with all the details that you need to know about the program via email so make sure you check your spam folder for all the free trainings if you've sent through an application please be patient. My team are real people, okay? They're not robots. So if we don't get back to you within seconds or hours, it's okay. <laughs> we will get back to you. If you don't hear from the team within two to three days, that means that it's basically gone to spam or junk and it's gone missing. So please send a follow-up email to the team at info at cfshealth.com. If you have any questions, go check it out. But I would highly recommend adding yourself into the free group right now, go click on that link in the description, go download all the free trainings. Honestly, the whole reason why this whole thing started is because when I went through this myself, it was so painful and so excruciating that I didn't want anyone else to have to go through it. And some of these free trainings are so damn valuable. Back then I would have paid thousands of dollars for. We've had so many comments and emails and posts saying, oh my God, the baseline training was a game changer for me. Toby, I've been doing this now for three months and I'm feeling so much better. My symptoms are decreasing. I've got more stamina. I've got more energy. I'm able to do more things. So, you know, whether you're learning from us and consuming our content through our free format, I'm so stoked. Whether that's in our paid program, I don't really care. Either way, all I want to make sure is that you are moving forwards. You are starting to really implement this work. And that's really what it's all about. Once we implement, we make change and we start to move forwards. Sending you a ton of love. Of course, feel free to consume as much of the YouTube videos as you like. There's so many really, really great ones, new and old. Sending you a ton of love and uh, speak to you very, very soon. All the best for now.